Hare Krishna. Welcome to this new episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. We are continuing our study of the sixth verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is explained in the fourth chapter. And we've already started the study of it. And we will be continuing from fourth chapter, 127th verse onwards. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanath Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sandhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare so welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. I'm sorry for that broken link of the, you know, live stream. I got a bit late. Um, there was some technical issue. The camera was not connecting. Anyway, I fixed it all up and we're good to go. <coughs> so this is the verse we are actually studying, which is explained um, in the fourth chapter. So we'll chant this verse first and then we'll go to the explanation. Shri Radhaya Pranaya Mahima Kidrisho Vanayaiva Swadhyo Yenad Bhutamadhurima Kidrisho Vamadiya Saukhyam Jasya Madanubhavata Kidrisham Vetilobhat Tadbhavadhyah Samajanishachi Garbhasindhohi Harindu <clears throat> so, so what are, what is this verse talking about? The three-fold confidential reason of why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually appeared. So we know that he came for two reasons, one external reason and one confidential reason. The external reason is that he came to propagate the Yuga Dharma for this age. So, the um, Yuga Dharma for this age is Harinam Sankirtan. 
so he came to propagate that and the internal reason the more confidential reason uh, is that he wanted to understand uh, Radharani's love for him um, that again is divided into threefold what exactly he wanted to know of Radha, Radharani's love for Krishna so the first thing is desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love first the wonderful qualities in him in Krishna that she alone relishes through her love which he himself cannot relish the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love uh, to understand the glory of these things uh, the supreme lord hari richly endowed with her emotions appeared from the womb of Srimati sachi devi as the moon appeared from the ocean now um, these are actually very 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 high the highest subject matter of all religious understanding this uh, conjugal love we are not in any way qualified to uh, talk about it or hear about it even but we have to know because this is given in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and we are worshipping Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and we have to know at least um, you know what what uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came for at least for that reason we have to know it's not that we can actually enter into this understanding at this point at least I am not qualified at all I mean to say that I'm, I, I cannot understand is a very understatement it's like I'm not even close. <coughs> so, Kanishta Adhikari cannot understand uh, Radha Krishna pastimes. Even Narutam Das Thakur, who is, you know, Uttam Adhikari, he himself is saying that, you know, when uh, I have the mercy of Rupa and Raghunath Das Goswamis, uh, then I can begin to understand Radha Krishna love. So, if Narutam Das Thakur is saying like that, who, who am I? So, it is not that we have uh, great knowledge of these things, but uh, at least we have to know. Whatever is revealed, uh, we have to at least, uh, what is that, theoretically know what is going on. Why, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what is actually Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission? If somebody asks us, because we are Gaudiya Vaishnavas, and if somebody asks us, what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, why did he come and you know, what is his mission, we have to know. So at least for that reason we have to understand okay so we stopped at this verse in our previous session nija prema swade mora hoye ahlada taha hote koti guna radha prema swad so whatever pleasure i get from tasting my love for Srimati radharani she tastes 10 million times more than me by her love the happiness, Saukhyam Chasya Tadanu Bhavata Kidrisham Veti Lobhat. The third line of the verse, of the main verse, explains this. So, what is the happiness that she is feeling? Hmm? So, whatever pleasure I get from tasting my love for Srimati Radharani, she tastes 10 million times more than me by her love. So, Radharani is actually enjoying 10 million times more than Krishna. And it is said, that the gopis who are assisting Radharani and Krishna, the Priyanarma Sakhis, the closest gopis of Radharani, they experience 10 million times more pleasure than Srimati Radharani. 
by assisting Radha Krishna, they have greater pleasure. And then the manjaris and other gopis who are assisting them, they taste another 10 million times more than them. Like that it is going on. <laughs> so, the <laughs> when it is said, dasa dasa anu dasa, you know, we have to become servant of the servant of the servant. In this material world, the master of the master, the master of masters, he enjoys the greatest pleasure. But in the spiritual world, the servant of the servants, they enjoy the greatest pleasure. Ami jai che paraspara viruddha dharmashray radha prematai che sada viruddha dharmamoy. Just as I am the abode of all mutually contradictory characteristics, so Radha's love is always full of similar contradictions. <coughs> so, what are the contradictory characteristics of Krishna? Why Krishna said, I am the abode of contradictory um, characteristics? Then, let's go to, you know, at least reading about Radha's uh, contradictions of Radha's love. So, what are the contradictions of Krishna's character? It's explained in Nectar of Devotion, summarized there very nicely. We have read this before, but again, for the purpose of this discussion, we can read this again. So, Krishna's personality is analyzed as Dhirodatta, Dhira Lalita, Dhira Prashanta, and Dhirodhata. If one asks how a personality can be beheld in four quite opposing ways, the answer is that the Lord is the reservoir of all transcendental qualities and activities. Therefore, his different aspects can be analyzed according to the exhibition of his limitless variety of pastimes and as such there is no contradiction. So, usually in this material world, a person is either Dhirodatta or Dhiralalita or Dhiraprashanta or Dhirodhata. Maybe a little bit flavors of here and there can be found in specific situations, but the predominating personality of any person is one of these four. But Krishna has all four in fullness, not just like one in full and the other not so full. No, everything in full. Now you see, <clears throat> Dhirodhata. A Dhirodhata is a person who is naturally very grave, gentle, forgiving merciful, determined, humble, highly qualified, chivalrous and physically attractive. So, in this connection, the following statement given by Indra, the king of heaven is very significant. My dear Lord, I admit that I have committed great offences unto you, but I cannot express my feelings of regret, being bewildered at seeing your extraordinary chivalrous spirit, your endeavour to protect your devotees, your determination, your steadiness in lifting the great hill of Govardhan, your beautiful bodily features and your astonishing character, Characteristic of being pleased simply by accepting the prayers of your devotees and offenders. The, the above statement by the king of heaven is an exact corroboration of Krishna's being Dhirodhata. Many learned scholars have agreed to also accept Lord Ramachandra as Dhirodhata, but all of Ramachandra's qualities are also included in the character of Lord Krishna. Hmm. Now, these are like this, this Indra's verse is actually an evidence of the Dhirodhata. So, for the next three, I will not be fully reading the evidence because it will take longer time. You can read it on your own. Nectar of Devotion, Chapter 23, Krishna's Personality. That is the chapter. Chapter 23 of Nectar of Devotion. So, Dhira Lalita. What is Dhira Lalita? A person is called Dhira Lalita if he is naturally very funny. 
Now, here Dhiradatta is very grave, gentle, forgiving, merciful, determined, humble, highly qualified, chivalrous and physically attractive. Now, here Dhiralalita, he is naturally very funny, always in full youthfulness, expert in joking and free from all anxieties. Such a Dhiralalita personally is generally found to be domesticated and very submissive to his lover. So, this is... Um, Dhira Lalita. See? Quite very contrasting to the Dhirodatta position. Generally, those who are expert in writing drama choose to call Cupid the ideal Dhira Lalita, but we can more perfectly find in the personality of Krishna all the characteristics of Dhira Lalita. See that? Next, Dhira Prashanta. A person who is very peaceful forbearing, considerate and obliging is called Dhira Prashanta. This Dhira Prashanta trait of Krishna was exhibited in his dealing with the Pandavas. So, you can read that. And Dhirodhata, this is a very contrast with the other three. A person who is very envious, proud, easily angered, restless and complacent is called Dhirodhata by learned scholars. Such qualities were visible in the character of Lord Krishna because when he was writing a letter to Kalayavana, because this is another, he insulted him. Then it is also said sometimes Bhima, the second brother of the Pandavas, is also described as Dhirodhata, easily angered, you know. But okay, you see here, there is a nice statement in the Kurma Puran about these contradictory traits of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is stated there that the Supreme Person is neither very fat nor very thin. He is always transcendental to material qualities and yet his bodily luster is blackish. His eyes are reddish and he is all-powerful and he is equipped with all different kinds of opulences. Contradictory traits in Krishna's person are not at all surprising. One should not consider the characteristics of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to be actually contradictory. One should try to understand the traits of Krishna from authorities and try to understand how these characteristics are employed by the Supreme will of the Lord. So, all this, you see, his, his expanded bodies, this is from the Vishnu Puran, uh, sorry, Vishnu Yamala Tantra. Here it is said, there is a statement that because the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his expanded bodies are always full of knowledge, bliss and eternity, they are always free from the 18 kinds of material contaminations, namely illusion, fatigue, errors, roughness, material lust, restlessness, pride, envy, violence, disgrace, exhaustion, untruth, anger, hankering, dependence, desire to lord of the, lord of the universe, seeing duality and cheating. So, actually the lord does not have these imperfections, although uh, sometimes he may seemingly put on such uh, demeanors. So, for example, Lord Narasimhadev, he was very, very angered. Very restless, very, very, uh, seemingly very envious, you know, some, to tear open somebody's stomach and, you know, take out those intestines of a person, you have to be really <laughs> fired up, you know, <laughs> in your emotions to do that. So, Lord Narasimhadev was emotionally completely charged and nobody could stop him, not even Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma, although Prahlad Maharaj could. Now, that anger, although usually considered a bad quality, because it is used in protecting the devotees, ah... Uh, he is worshipped as a supreme protector. 
and he is worshipped in that Ugranarsimha form. See? So, so likewise, his so-called, you know, negative qualities, actually not negative qualities. When we have them, we, it is negative because we use it for our sense gratification. Whereas, Krishna uses it to um, enhance his dealings with devotees. And anyway, even if it is for Krishna's sense gratification, that is rightly uh, placed because Krishna is the only one to be gratified. His senses are to be gratified. Rishikena, Rishikesha Sevanam. Our senses are meant to satisfy his senses. So, his sense gratification is actually lawful. That is what it is meant for. <laughs> we are the ones who are supposed to cooperate with his sense gratification. Okay, so next. Where were we? Yeah. So, just as I am the abode of all mutually contradictory characteristics, so Radha's love is always full of similar contradictions. So, Radharani's love is also full of similar contradictions and the details of such contradictions are, I think, mentioned in a following verse or two verses after this. Radha prema vibhu jara badite nahi thai Radha's love is all-pervading, all leaving no room for expansion. But still it is expanding constantly. See, it, it seems like there is no room for expansion, but still it is expanding constantly. So, if, okay, just um, to reflect a little bit on this. So, if Radharani's love... Um, which is perfect. In fact, the word worship, Aradhana, comes from her name. Uh, so, if the, if she is the perfect embodiment of all worship of Krishna, and if her service, although completely perfect, it's still, there is, it's expanding constantly. So, what about our service? So, we can just imagine how our service can be Always, there is always scope for improvement in our service. Even if we serve to the best of our capacity, it's never adequate. There is no such thing as adequate service to Krishna. Prabhu, I have done enough service, Prabhu, in this life. There's no such thing. If we think we have done enough service, that means it's as if we have repaid Krishna and repaid our spiritual master completely. Then we are an idiot if we think like that. So, our... We are minute. How small are we? Krishna, he is expanding in millions of Narayanas in the spiritual world. And one such expansion came to the material world and that is Mahavishnu. And that Mahavishnu is um, expanding and he, he has breathed out millions and trillions of universes. And in, in those universes, the smallest universe out of the many trillions is ours. And in that universe, there are millions and gazillions of planets. And in that one planet is ours, this earth. And in that one planet, there are thousands and thousands of cities and towns and, you know, and hundreds of countries. And in that, this, at least I am in Singapore. Singapore is a dot, basically. You can't even see it on the map, world map. And in that, there are millions of people. And in that, just I am one of the very six million people, maybe. Six to seven million people. How small are we? Hmm? So, how can we adequately serve Krishna? Never possible. Mm. But we are thinking we are big time. Although we are like the smallest of the small, uh, we are thinking we are very big time. That is our problem. So, we should just see from the Radharani's position 
if her service has room for expansion then there is nothing to be said about us जहावाई गुरु वस्तु नाही सुनिश्चित तथापि गुरुर धर्म गौरव वर्जिता देर इज सर्टली नथिंग ग्रेटर दैन हर लव बट हर लव इज डिवॉइड ऑफ प्राइड दैट इज द साइन ऑफ इट्स ग्रेटनेस यूजली सो एनीथिंग वी वी बिकम ग्रेट इन दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड इन एनी एस्पेक्ट नॉट जस्ट लविंग कृष्णा दैट इज द हाइएस्ट बट एनीथिंग इवन मेटीरियल थिंग्स इफ वन बिकम्स लिटिल बिट better than others oh immediately becomes proud but there is nothing greater than her love for krishna but her love is devoid of pride that is a sign of its greatness jaha hoyte sunirmal advitiya nahi aar tathapi sarvada vamya vakra vyavahar nothing is purer purer than her love but its behavior is always perverse and crooked what is that? you know of course there are so many twists and turns to radha krishna loving affairs unless they are there <coughs> there is no drama right there is no there is all ex- for expanding rasa i mean in a very very perverted way this is uh, shown in the movies of today hollywood bollywood they will have some you know some kind of a love relationship going on between one man and woman and then of course if it everything goes good that is too boring right so there has to be so many twists and turns to the story and that makes it some some you know so called interesting for the materialists now um in the transcendental relationships of radha and krishna there are so many adventures going on but it's not like the adventures of this material world but you know in its own way there so much and we are not very qualified to talk about this and discuss these things but it is full of uh, contradictions transcendental contradiction it's not like contradiction means oh there is some controversy no 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 there is no controversy <laughs> so this is from uh, i think the danakeli uh, danakeli kaumudi of rupa goswami vibhurapi kalayan sada bhivriddhim ंग्रीजरी and although it is pure it is always beset with duplicity like for example she um you know she is always thinking of krishna one but in the presence of her elders she be, she'll behave as if she is not you know, she tries to hide her love for krishna but it shows yeah. <laughs> so many examples are there very sometimes very hilarious actually they described in nectar of devotion and chaitanya charitamrita you know she 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 maintains to her family members that she has no relationship with krishna when while saying that she was wearing a necklace which was too big for her neck it usually is good for a man so basically it was krishna's necklace and she was arguing with her elders no 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 i do not have anything uh, but the, the mother in law was looking at her necklace hmm i i know what is happening 
so so many so many uh, duplicitous behavior you know and many things i mean there's so many i am not qualified to speak on it but you know शे प्रेमार श्री राधिका परमा आश्रय शे शे प्रेमार आमी होई केवल विषय श्री राधिका इज द हाईएस्ट अबोड ऑफ दैट लव एंड आई एम इट्स ओनली ऑब्जेक्ट नाउ आई वांट टू ब्रिंग टू योर अटेंशन दिस वर्ड्स ऑफ आश्रय एंड विषय नाउ इफ यू रिमेंबर आई थिंक अ फ्यू मंथ्स अगो और 2 3 मंथ्स अगो वी हैव डन आई मीन वी हैव स्पोकन अबाउट आश्रय एंड आश्रिता Ashraya is the shelter. Krishna is the shelter of everyone, and Ashrita means the one who is taking shelter, which is the devotee, which we are supposed to be. I mean, we are actually all are. We are either taking shelter of him directly or through his agency of Maya. But either way, we are Ashrita Tattva, and Krishna is the Ashraya Tattva. Now, we are not talking about that Ashraya here when we are talking about Ashraya. This Ashraya means the abode or the shelter of that love. Yeah, so don't confuse with this ashray with that ashray. That ashray tattva means he is the shelter of everyone. He is maintainer of everyone. And everyone is under his shelter. Uh, that is one thing. But here, here we are speaking about love. When a person loves his beloved, the love is existing in this person, hmm? in him, and the the beloved is the object of that love. The love is existing in this person for that person. so the abode or the ashray of that love is this person and the vishaya or the object of that love is the other person the beloved understand so <clears throat> now with that understanding vishaya jatiya sukha amara aswad ama hoyte koti guna ashraye rahlad i taste the bliss to which the object of the love is entitled but the pleasure of radha the abode of that love is 10 million times greater now vishaya jatiya vishaya ya jatiya relating to the object sukha amar so the object of such love which is krishna the devotee has love for krishna so devotee is the abode of that love for the object krishna so the ashray of that love is the devotee now krishna is saying as the vishaya of that love he is um only entitled to the pleasure that is um entitled to the object of the love but the pleasure of radha the abode of that love is 10 million times greater now as we already have seen in the last um session krishna says i am the knower in everybody's body right क्षेत्रज्ञम चापि माम विद्धि सर्व क्षेत्रेषु भारत इन द 13th चैप्टर थर्ड वर्स कृष्णा इज एक्सप्लेनिंग सो ही शुड नो व्हाट इज गोइंग ऑन राधरान इज हार्ट बट नो ही डजंट नो एंड ऑफ कोर्स व्हेन व्हेन वी से ही डजंट नो ओ कृष्णा कैन नॉट डू समथिंग यस ही कैन नॉट डू समथिंग बट देन ही बिकेम चैतन्य महाप्रभु एंड ही डिड इट सो दैट आल्सो वी हैव डिस्कस्ड लास्ट सेशन नाउ बट द प्लेजर ऑफ राधा द अबोर्ड ऑफ दैट लव इज 10 मिलियन टाइम्स ग्रेटर आश्रय जातीय सुख पाते मन धायत्ने आस्वादिते नारी की करी उपाय माय माइंड रेसेस टू टेस्ट द प्लेजर एक्सपीरियंस्ड बाय द अबोर्ड और द आश्रय राधरानी बट आई कैन नॉट टेस्ट इट इवन बाय माय बेस्ट एफर्ट्स 
how may I taste it? Krishna, this is all Krishna's thought process as he was contemplating to incarnate himself as Lord Chaitanya. These thoughts led to the actual incarnation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So everything starts in the thought process. Like we also, if we want to start any endeavor, like if a businessman wants to start a business, first of all, he has to think about it, he has to brainstorm about it. And once an idea comes, then, you know, he has to see how to manifest that idea into action and, you know, a, a viable, tangible thing, business. And then he has to do some research and all these things. So in this way, there was, in the same way, Krishna was, Krishna's business is not to open a business here. And then, you know, <laughs> of course, in one way, <laughs> um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has actually written a beautiful song on, um, what is that? Bodo Sukher Khabar Gai so that that nice song is there where it is explained that Nityananda Prabhu has opened a marketplace a business um, a shop and he is selling the holy name for very very little price uh, everybody is uh, everybody is uh, welcome all customers are welcome hmm? there's a clearance sale going on and um, he is just uh, requesting a little bit you know uh, involvement that's all it's a very small price he's going to he's ready to give you can bargain like anything come come you know so Bhaktivinoda Thakur is behaving like an agent of that shop like you know um, an agent gets a commission now if a shop if a, if, a, if a market if a, I mean if it's a shop and they are they are having some sale and if there is one agent who is promoting the shops products so when he refers a customer to the shop, the shop will give this agent a commission. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur is inviting everybody, all of us, to come to that marketplace of the holy name, Namahatta. Namahatta means the market of the holy name. So um, please come and you know take you know this huge bargains to be had here. It's a huge sale going on. Please rush. <laughs> and he says he says in the song also that uh, you become happy, Nityananda Prabhu also will become happy. And I will also take my due commission and I also, I also will be happy. So, what is the commission that the devotee will take? I, when he sees, because he is Paradukha Dukhi and he is Parasukha Sukhi also. If others are happy, not illusory happiness. If others are happy in, uh, not by, by, by drinking, he's not that he, it's not that he is happy. But if they are actually happy, spiritually, <laughs> in devotional service, in Krishna consciousness, then he is happy. Like uh, in the morning we sing, Chaturvidha Shri Bhagavat Prasado Swadvanna Triptan Haribhakta Sanghan Kritvaiva Triptim Bhajatasadaiva Vande Guru Shri Charanaravindam. So, the spiritual master is pleased when he sees the devotees taking prasadam. Why? Because that means they have accepted Krishna, because they are what they eat. If they are eating prasadam, that means they are devotees. So, by seeing them as devotees, it's not just that, oh, they are eating nicely, okay, okay, I am very happy. I feed them more and then make them fat. No, that, that's not the idea. <laughs> the idea is that um, they are honoring the Lord's prasadam. Instead of eating any, any and every nonsense thing, they are eating prasadam. And the tongue is the most voracious of all senses. And they are endeavoring to control the tongue by eating prasadam. So, he when he sees this, that means in other words, when see, um, the service to Krishna starts with the tongue. So when the, in the, with the tongue they are having Krishna Prasadam, that means 
all the other senses also will follow so in that way they are becoming devotees you are what you eat so they are becoming devotees and that brings great joy for the spiritual master so that is a devotee parasukha sukhi so that is the commission that a devotee will take and also krishna says there is nobody dearer to me than a preacher in the bhagavad gita 18 chapter 68 and 69th verses so that blessings of krishna that happiness which he gets when he sees others happy in krishna consciousness that is the commission that a devotee takes and nitan prabhu is more than glad he is he has opened up this marketplace it's like an exhibition fair you know the fair is only the fair only lasts a few days and there are you know great discounts and everything so similarly nitan prabhu has opened a great fair and please please come and take the this this uh, huge i mean most precious commodity love of godhead which is distributing in the form of the holy name just take it uh, he is he is willing to bargain i mean accept your bargains whatever you ask for he will give he is very merciful so i am also going to take my due commission so like that he was but his business is not to open like a like a you know business and exploiters no krishna when he comes uh, he his business is to save us so in that way uh, sometimes um the exploits of krishna and chaitanya mahaprabhu and devotees are compared with the exploits of sense gratification like for example market a, a, a ordinary market is where the businessman he will try to get a profit from the customers so the example is given in such way but the commodity is actually love of god which is basically yeah it's not something that nitananda prabhu will gain no yeah, i mean the lord has nothing to gain so why should he open a marketplace nobody opens a shop if he doesn't doesn't want to gain anything from it uh, so this is the causeless mercy of the lord all those and similarly uh, there is another nice verse in the 11th canto maya mrigam daitaye psitaman madhavad vande mahapurushate charanaravindam now ಚರಣಾರವಿಂದ being the most faithful follower of the follower of the path of religion you thus left for the forest in obedience to a brahmana's curse out of sheer mercifulness you chased after the fallen conditioned souls <laughs> this is the actual point i was trying to make out of sheer causeless mercifulness i mean sheer mercifulness you chased after the fallen conditioned souls who are always in pursuit of the false enjoyment of illusion and at the same time engaged in searching out your own desired object lord shamsundar so you see for example when a lion chases a deer that's an exploitation i mean the deer is going to suffer of course it it's majestic to see the lion chase when it's it's a uh, like a regal animal in the kingdom in the forest but what is happening there is actually pain the lion is first of all painful because he is hungry and the deer his life is going to be lost so a chase 
in this material world is a very anxious anxious thing you know but the chase of chaitanya mahaprabhu running after the fallen conditioned souls and catching them and giving them love of godhead and making them devotees and sending them back to go home back to godhead now um, so it is again compared with the exploitative uh, mentality but it's for good in fact there was a beautiful article uh, or article or a speech i think article yeah shri prabhupad wrote um he said the british the britishers have come to india and um, exploited the indians and they have taken so many valuable things from india including the kohinoor diamond and all those things now um but i i have a um, prabhupad wrote like this i something to this effect i'm just paraphrasing it because i don't i don't know it verbatim but this is what he said i am requesting i have request for the britishers what is that they forgot to take one precious thing from india that is krishna consciousness so i beg them to come and exploit india again but this time spiritually <laughs> he is asking them to exploit he is inviting the british to he invited he in that article beautifully written he said i request the british to come back to india and exploit india again and take the missing the most valuable thing that they have forgotten here they have taken so many things from india but they have forgotten to take this one so i invite them to come again and exploit india spiritually this time and take away this precious commodity krishna consciousness he is inviting them to come and exploit so in this language and so it's is very poetic so it although it is like a contradict contradiction exploitation but actually it's a charity by um shri prabhupada that he's offering please take and a marketplace where it's profit but actually it is charity again so sometimes such examples are given and it just adds to the poetic beauty of such expressions so anyway so krishna is thinking how am i i taste this you know love kabhuj kabhujadi e premar hoye ashray tabe e premanander anubhav hoy if sometime i can be the abode of that love only then may i taste taste its joy purport vishaya and ashray are two very significant words relating to the reciprocation between krishna and his devotee the devotee is called the ashraya and his beloved krishna is the vishaya different ingredients are involved in the exchange of love uh, between the ashraya and vishaya which are known as vibhava anubhava satvika and vibhachari vibhava is divided into the two categories alambana and uddeepana alamban may be further divided into ashraya and vishaya i don't even know what these are <laughs> so don't ask me alamban maybe okay this is we have read in loving affairs of radha and krishna radharani is the ashraya feature and krishna is krishna the vishaya the transcendental consciousness of the lord tells him i am krishna and i and i experience pleasure as the vishaya the pleasure enjoyed by radharani the ashraya is many times greater than the pleasure i feel therefore to feel the pleasure of the ashraya category lord krishna appeared as shri chaitanya mahaprabhu sorry so that is nicely explained there by shri prabhupada summarize everything there etachinti 
राहे कृष्णा परमा कौतुकी हृदय बाड़ये प्रेम लोभ धक धकी thinking in this way lord krishna was curious to taste that love his eager desire for that love increasingly blazed in his heart it just became more and more more and more ayeka shuno ar lobher ayeka shuno ar lobher prakar swamadhurya dekhi krishna karena vichar that is one desire now please hear of another So what is the one desire the love of radharani the happiness that she wants to taste uh, that she is tasting then the other desire seeing his own beauty lord krishna began to consider now what are the qualities in him that only radharani is relishing and not even himself is able to relish or you know or or no he is not able to know his own qualities from his own position but radharani is realizing something in him that he himself is not able to realize so what is that now please hear of another seeing his own beauty swamadhurya dekhi krishna karena vichar lord krishna began to consider adbhuta ananta purna mora madhurima trijagate har keho nahi payasima my sweetness is wonderful infinite and full no one in the three worlds can find its limit this is not narcissism narcissism is one when one is obsessed with oneself um way over the i mean way over the limit like complete overestimation of oneself you know and uh, overestimated obsession you know <laughs> that kind of narcissism so but this is when people are narcissistic they are actually in a illusion but krishna he is actually um trying to find out when krishna thinks he is it's a, that's actually a fact his sweetness is wonderful there is a whole madhurashtakam written by vallabhacharya about how sweet he is and infinite and full that is fact hmm. but if uh, pride means when one has overestimation of one's own abilities Uh, like he thinks he is too strong you know or too too powerful or that, that is overestimation when one is not there and then one thinks he is somewhere but this is a fact e prema dware nitya radhika ekali amara madhurya amrita aswade sakali only radhika by the strength of her love tastes all the nectar of my sweetness यद्यपि निर्मल राधार सत्प्रेम दर्पण तथापि स्वच्छता तार बाढ़ क्षण क्षण ऑल्दो राधिका राधाज लव इज प्योर लाइक अ मिरर इट्स प्योरिटी इंक्रीजेस एट एवरी मोमेंट आमारा माधुर्य नाही बाढ़िते अवकाशे ए दर्पणेर आगे नव नव रूप भासे माय स्वीटनेस आल्सो हैज नो रूम फॉर एक्सपेंशन yet it shines before before that mirror in newer and newer beauty man madhurya radhar prem dohe hod kare kshane 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 baade dohe keho nahi hari there is constant competition 
between my sweetness and the mirror of Radha's love. They both go on increasing, but neither knows defeat. Now, again, competition is another word which is usually found only in the material world. But actually, there is full competition in the spiritual world also. But here, the competition is for dominion or domination and um, putting down the other person. But here, the constant competition between Krishna's sweetness and Radha's love for his sweetness, each is increasing. So, it is a compatible competition. Like, it's not an envious competition, you see. So, in fact, Srila Prabhupada also encouraged such um, competition between devotees uh, in the matter of book distribution. <laughs> so, if one temple distributes this many books, or if another temple, so when there is more competition in who, which temple will distribute more books, uh, Srila Prabhupada was very pleased with such competitions. You see? So, each wanted to do more than the others. Uh, like that, they were distributing millions of books you know, back then. Amara Madhurya Nitya Navanavahoi Svasva Prema Anurupa Bhakti Aswadoi. My sweetness is always newer and newer. Devotees taste it according to their own respective love. Darpanadhya Dekhijadi Apana Madhuri Aswadite Hoi Lobha Aswadite Nari. If I, if I see my sweetness in a mirror, I am tempted to taste it, but nevertheless, I cannot. <laughs> now, in this material world, everybody wants to look into the mirror and, you know, see their hairstyle and then how they look and everything. But Krishna also, where does that come from? It comes from Krishna. But you see how different it is. It is a, a pastime between Radha and Krishna. See how that got him when he saw his own reflection that made him more and more wanting the uh, position of Radharani because now he is looking at himself as if another person as if he is another person vichar koriye jodi aswada upai radhika swarupa hoite tabe manadhai if I deliberate on a way to taste it, what is taste what? The sweetness of his own sweetness. I find that I hanker for the position of Radhika. So that's what Krishna ends up wanting. He wants the position of Radhika, Radhika, Radharani. Um, purport. Krishna's attractiveness is wonderful and unlimited. No one can know the end of it. Srimati Radharani alone can relish such extensiveness from her position in the Ashraya category. The mirror of Srimati Radharani's transcendental love is perfectly clear, yet it appears clearer and clearest in the transcendental method of understanding Krishna. In the mirror of Radharani's heart, the transcendental features of Krishna appear increasingly new and fresh. In other words, the attraction of Krishna increases in proportion to the understanding of Srimati Radharani. You see? The attraction of Krishna increases in proportion to the understanding of Srimadhi Radharani. Each tries to supersede the other, neither wants to be defeated in increasing the intensity of love. Desiring to understand Radharani's attitude of increasing love, Lord Krishna appeared as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then there is this beautiful verse from uh, Lalita Madhava by Rupa Goswami. Aparikalita purva 
कश्चमत्कारकारी स्फुरति मम गरीयाष माधुर्यपूर अयमहमी हंता प्रेक्ष्य लुब्धचेता सरभसमुपोक्त who manifests an abundance of sweetness greater than mine which has never been experienced before and which causes wonder to all alas i fa- i myself my mind bewildered upon seeing this beauty impetuously desire to enjoy it like shrimati radharani impetuous is the word i mean unable to control himself So, purport. This text is from Lalita Madhava, eighth chapter, thirty-fourth verse of Shri Rupa Goswami. Actually, Lalita Madhava is a drama written by Rupa Goswami. Two two dramas like that. There is Lalita Madhava and the um, what is the other one? Vidagdha Madhava. Vidagdha Madhava is mostly his um, pastimes in not mostly. It's about the pastimes in Vrindavan, and Lalita Madhava is his pastimes a drama on his pastimes in Dwarka. So this is from Lalita Madhava when he was in Dwaraka. In the, uh, you see, it was spoken by Lord Krishna when he saw the beauty of his own re- reflection in a jewel fountain in Dwaraka. So in the jewel floor also it is said sometimes. I think in another place it is said maybe in the Bhagavatam or somewhere. So he saw his own reflection on the shining floor, and he was also thinking like this. He wanted to enjoy that form. and there he had this mood of radharani so that there itself when he was in dwarka itself and here he was looking at the jewel fountain in dwarka his own reflection again he was thinking like radharani that he wants to take the position of radharani so this contemplation on the on becoming or on incarnating as lord chaitanya happened already when he was in as krishna here in this world you see when he was in dwarka and when you know already he was thinking like that कृष्ण माधुर्यरएकस्वाभाविक बल कृष्णादि नर नारी करये चंचल द ब्यूटी ऑफ कृष्ण हैज वन नेचुरल स्ट्रेंथ इट थ्रिल्स द हार्ट्स ऑफ ऑल मेन एंड वुमेन बिगिनिंग विद लॉर्ड कृष्ण हिमसेल्फ यू नो देयर इज दैट वर्स मेन एंड वुमेन नारियो नराश्च मुदिता कुपिता निमेश्च यू नो श्रीमद् भागवतम 9 24 शार्क्स His ears are beautiful, his cheeks brilliant, and his smiling attractive to everyone. Whoever sees Lord Krishna sees a festival. His face and body are fully satisfying for everyone to see, but the devotees are angry at the creator for the disturbance caused by the momentary blinking of their eyes. Okay, I think it was lost in the translation, but you see here. Nario Nara. All the women of Vrindavan and all the male devotees, all together, Nario Narascha Mudita, they are all fully satisfied by looking at these beautiful features of Krishna. So he is attractive to more, both men and women. 
¿sí? That was the point I wanted to show. Shravane darshane akarshaya sarvaman Apana aswadite krishna karena yatan Apna aswadite krishna karena yatan All minds are attracted by hearing his sweet voice and flute or by seeing his beauty. Even Lord Krishna himself makes efforts to taste that sweetness. E madhuryamrita pana sadajay kare trishna shanti nahe trishna badhe nirantare The thirst of one who always drinks the nectar of that sweetness is never satisfied. Rather that thirst increases constantly. When one um, what is that thirst? You see, Shravane Darshane Akarshe Sarvaman. All minds are attracted by hearing his sweet voice and, and flute, or by seeing his beauty, or by even his holy name for the for that matter. So, this is again another expression which is perverted in this material world. For example, um, in a desert, we want water, but the offering of a mirage is presented sometimes as an illusion. There appears like a huge body of water, but actually there is no water, it's just a mirage, it's an illusion. Um, and the more one runs towards it and the more thirsty one's beco one becomes. If something, if you are supposed thirsty and if you if you are taking something that is causing you to become even more thirstier, that is worse. But here, the, um, one second, here, the thirst is increasing. I mean, nectar, you know, amrita, madhuri amrita, this, the nectar of sweetness of Krishna. When one takes it, the thirst is increasing. It is never satisfied. What, is, what does that mean? The devotees are never satisfied by looking at Krishna? No, no, no. <laughs> they are so satisfied that they find themselves incapable or they find themselves, uh, yeah, incapable and uh, insufficient to taste the unlimited nectar that is pre being presented before them. And that's why they become dissatisfied. It's not that they are looking at Krishna and they become dissatisfied at Krishna. No. <laughs> so it is about... Okay, wait, wait just a minute. I think the position of the camera is... Okay, that's a little better. Yeah. So, uh, they are dissatisfied because they are unable to fully hold or fully grasp the sweetness of Krishna. Okay, I think, wait a second, it's a bit tilted, one second, one second, sorry for that, okay, so the, that is what they are dissatisfied with, okay, that is, that will be explained more in uh, coming, but actually I will show you one more verse which is not presented here. We have shown this verse quite a few times, but um, it's always good to revisit this. This is by Rupa Goswami. Tunde tanda viniratim vitanute Tundavali labdhaye Karnakroda kadam vinigatayate Karnarbudebhyas preham Cheta prangana sangine vijayate 
I do not know how much nectar the two syllables Krishna have produced. When the holy name of Krishna is chanted, it appears to dance within the mouth. We then desire many, many mouths. You see, this is the thing that causes dissatisfaction. See, Krishna is so beautiful. His name is so uh, beautiful. So, um, um, what is that? Nectarian. That our one tongue appears insufficient or completely insignificant in tasting that uh, in unlimited nectar. We then desire many, many mouths. When that name enters the holes of the ears, we then we desire many millions of ears. We desire, um, and when the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart, it conquers the activities of the, sen- of the mind, and therefore all the senses become inert. This verse is included in the Vidagdha Madhava, a seven-act play written by Sri Rupa Goswami describing the pastimes of Sri Krishna in Vrindavan. You see, so this is how the name of Krishna is so attractive. You see. So that is where the dissatisfaction happens. First, there is an intense desire that, oh, I want many millions of mouths, many millions of eyes, many millions of ears. But then, one, the devotee will face the reality. Okay, you know what? I have this great desire, but it's unable to be fulfilled. I don't have millions of eyes. I only have two um, to see the beauty of Krishna. And that two eyes also blink. And the eyes are covered with this, um, um, what is that? eyelids which block the vision momentarily all these defects are there so they become frustrated they become dissatisfied so this frustration dissatisfaction is not actual frustration and dissatisfaction it is a manifestation of ecstasy so we should properly understand these things hmm? so here atrupta hoi hakare vidhira nindan such a person being unsatisfied begins to blaspheme Lord Brahma, <laughs> saying that he does not know the art of creating well and is simply inexperienced. So, such devotees who actually are expert relishers of the loving mellows of loving devotional service, they, cha- they find fault with Brahma. See, when something goes wrong, we usually find fault with somebody, right? If you are frustrated about something, Oh, he did not do this, he did not do that. You know, <laughs> that is of course bad in the material world if you always keep pointing fingers to others. But the devotee does this. I mean, not we, we cannot imitate these things. But we first of all are struggling to chant our own 16 rounds. <laughs> like Prabhupada said, you know, finish 16 rounds and then put the beat back. And now I, now I can do any damn thing I like. I have finished my quota for the day. Okay. He, he, he made a joke about the way we chant. <clears throat> so, it's like, okay, one burden gone. Okay, now I can do what, any damn thing I like. Prabhupada exactly used the words, any damn thing I like. So, <clears throat> that's, how, that's our position. But these perfected devotees who are in this position of um, experiencing such great ecstasy, so they also seemingly behave like, you know, ordinary materialists pointing fingers here and there. And they point their finger at Brahma. I don't know who to blame. Brahma is Brahma. Blame Brahma. He doesn't know how to create. You know, he's inexperienced. Def- definitely, he doesn't know how. Uh, definitely, he doesn't have any knowledge of Krishna, which is why he created such imperfect 
uh, instruments for seeing. Because if he really knew, then he would have given us millions of eyes. Hmm. He, they, they speak like this out of ecstasy. See, these are ecstatic um, outpourings. Koti netra nahi dila shabe dila dui tahate nimesha krishna ki dekhi bomui. He has not given millions of eyes to see the beauty of Krishna. He has given only two eyes. And even those eyes blink. How then shall I see the lovely face of Krishna? Just imagine that much a devotee, a pure devotee is eager to see Krishna. Just, okay. Um, these are very high, high topics, very elevated topics. You know, we are discussing these things. But, you know, we are not in a position to even understand these, these statements properly. But at least we can compare our position and see where we are in this whole picture. They can't even stand the blinking of eyes. That separation from, from Krishna, they cannot stand it. And they go to the point of cursing Brahma. I mean, just, just try to understand the kind of frustration they are feeling. It's not just like, uh, I mean, how long does, how frustrating can it be? Just a blink of an eye, right? And it's finished and you can actually see again. But Yugayatam Nimeshena Chakshushapravam. One moment is appearing like 12 Yugas or 12,000 years, sorry. One Yuga. So, in that way, they are, you know, so anxious. That means to come to that state is called Sandrananda. Sandrananda means hmm, intense happiness, ecstasy. Uh, and when one comes to that, so much that even one moment lost in uh, disconnection from Krishna gives all utmost frustration. Whereas now, with all facilities, with our ears, with our eyes, we are, I mean, even while chanting, our mind is going a million places and coming back. We are chanting with our mouth. The mind is taking one huge uh, around the world in 16 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> We are making 16, uh, our hands are moving 16 rounds on the mala. <laughs> the mind is moving 16 rounds over the earth. <laughs> Although we are locked down in one place nowadays, uh, still the move, mind is moving 16, 16 times around the world. <laughs> so, uh, or maybe even 16,000 times, you know, by the time one round, I think 1,000 times we have revolved already. <clears throat> okay, what is this verse? Oh, this is 10, 13, 20. Actually, this is very um, interesting. The same thing, same kind of expression is mentioned three times in the Bhagavatam. Cursing the Brahma for stupid creation of the eyes. Atati yad bhavan ahni kana nam. Okay, 11. What is it? Um, I think Damodarashtakatiyan can be sung before this, I guess. Atati yad bhavan ahni kananam Trutiri yugayate tvama pasyatam Kutila kuntalam shri mukham chate 
जड़ उदीक्षता पक्ष्म त्रुटिर्युगायते कुटिलकुंतलम श्रीमुखम चते the gopis said oh krishna when you go to the forest during the day and we do not see your sweet face which is surrounded by beautiful curling hair half a second half a second becomes as long as an entire age for us yuga what is the word yugayate appears like a yuga what is that truti truti half a second same thing by chaitanya mahaprabhu yugayatam nimeshena one moment appears like a whole yuga huh? mm. and we consider the creator who has put eyelids on the eyes we use for seeing you to be simply a fool <laughs> imagine calling brahma a fool i mean brahma has four heads and the biggest brains in the universe and the gopis are calling him fool you know just like that so shri mukham pakshmakrit the maker of eyelashes and uh, he is a jada stupid <laughs> so he is stupid <laughs> this was spoken by the gopis mm. this is another one 108239 i just shown you 92465 you know that was one and 103115 is another and 108239 is third time gopyascha krishna mupalabhya chirad bhishtam yat prekshane drishishu pakshmakritam shapanti drigbhir hridikritamalam parirabhya sarvas they are angry okay they have a feeling it's just in a feeling state but the devotees are angry at the creator for disturbance caused by the momentary blinking of their eyelids first they are angry next they said he is stupid he is simply a fool stupid now here shapanti curse <laughs> they cursed him first they are angry and then they call him stupid and now they cursed him <laughs> the gopis saw their beloved krishna at kurukshetra after a long separation they secured and embraced him in their hearts through their eyes and they attained a joy so intense that not even perfect yogis can attain it the gopis cursed the creator for creating eyelids that interfered with their vision So nine twenty four sixty five ten thirty one fifteen ten eighty two thirty nine. This text is from Shrimad Bhagavatam ten eighty two thirty nine.
कृष्णावलोकन विना नेत्र फल नाही आन कृष्णावलोकन विना नेत्र ओह नॉट इवन गेटिंग स्टिल कृष्णावलोकन विना नेत्र फल नाही आन जय जन कृष्ण देखे शय भाग्यवान देर इज नो कॉन्सर्मेशन फॉर द आईज अदर देन द साइट ऑफ कृष्णा हुएवर सीज कृष्ण सीज हिम is most fortunate indeed oh another beautiful verse where is it even from oh this text is from 10217 sakkam अक्षण्वताम फलमिदम न परम अक्षण्वताम फलमिदम न परम विदाम सख्य पशूनु विवेशयतोर्वयस्यजेश सुतोरनुवेणुजुष्ट यीतमुरक्तकटाक्षमोक्षम द गोपी सेड ओ फ्रेंड्स दोज आईज दट सी द ब्यूटिफुल फेसेस of the sons of maharaj nanda are certainly fortunate as these two sons enter the forest surrounded by their by their friends driving the cows before them they hold their flutes to their mouths and glance lovingly upon the residents of vrindavan for those who have eyes we think there is no greater object of vision perfection of the eyes mukundamala sutra also has a similar verse and bhagavatam also has um what is that 1084 shirastu tasyo bhayalingam anamet tadeva yat pashyati taddhi chakshu angani vishnu ratha tajjananam padodakam yani bhajanti nityam what is that shirastu tasyo bhayalingam anamet tadeva pashyati tadeva yat pashyati taddhi chakshu perfection of the eyes many places i think we have shown over the past few sessions similar verses then oh sorry like the gopis one can see krishna continuously if one is fortunate enough even in the brahma samhita it is stated that sages whose eyes have been smeared with the ointment of pure love can see the form of shamsundar krishna continuously in the centers of their hearts this text from shrimad bhagavatam 10217 was sung by the gopis on the advent of the sharat season now you know that verse right preman janachurita bhakti vilochanena santas sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayanti yam shama sundaram achintya gunaswarupam govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami I worship Govinda the primeval lord who is Shamsundar Krishna himself with inconceivable and innumerable attributes whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love there's another verse in the Rigveda also Om tad vishno paramam padam sada pashyanti surayah divivachakshuratatam tadvipraso vipanya bojagrivam sasamindhate vishno riyat paramam padam ओम दद विष्णु परमं पदम सदा पश्यन्ति सूरयः 
the lotus feet of vishnu and the abode of vishnu are constantly visible to the devotees suraya there are suras and asuras the um, godly or the devotees and then the demons so the devotees the suraya they sada pashyanti suraya they always see wow another sanskrit verse bhagavatam 10:44-14 was spoken by the women of mathura when they saw krishna and balaram in the arena of krishna, king kamsa's great wrestlers mushtaka and chanura ಗೋಪ್ಯಸ್ತಪಕ್ಕಿಮಚರನ್ಯಸಿಧ್ರಿಗ್ಭಿಪಿಬಂತ್ಯನುಸವಾಭಿನವಂ with their eyes they always drink the nectar of the form of lord krishna which is the essence of loveliness and is not to be equaled or surpassed that loveliness is the only abode of beauty fame and opulence it is self perfect ever fresh and extremely rare what is that venum gunandam aravinda dalaya taksham barhavatam samasitam buda sundarangam ಕಂದರ್ಪಕೋಟಿಕಮನೀಯ ವಿಶೇಷೋಭಂ ಗೋವಿಂದಮಾದಿಪುರುಷಂ ತಮಹಂ ಭಜಾಮಿ ಸೊ ಕಂದರ್ಪಕೋಟಿಕಮನೀಯ ವಿಶೇಷೋಭಂ ದ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಅನದರ್ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದೇರ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಟೆನ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಫೈವ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬರ್ಹಾಪೀಡಂ ನಟವರವಪು ಕರ್ಣಯೋ ಕರ್ಣಿಕಾರಿಭ್ರಧ್ವಾಸ ಕನಕಕಪಿಶಂ ವೈಜಯಂತೀಂ ಚ ಮಾಂ ರಂಧ್ರಾನ್ ವೇಣೋರಧರಸುಧಯ ಪೂರಯನ್ ಗೋಪವೃಂದೈರ್ ವೃಂದಾರಣ್ಯಂ ಸ್ವಪದರಮಣಂ ಪ್ರಾವಿಶದ್ಗೀತಕೀರ್ತಿ ವೇರಿಂಗ್ ಅ ಪೀಕಾಕ್ ಫೆದರ್ ಆರ್ನಮೆಂಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಬ್ಲೂ ಕರ್ಣಿಕಾರ್ ಫ್ಲವರ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ a yellow garment as brilliant as gold and the vijayanti garland lord krishna exhibited his transcendental form as the greatest of dancers as he entered the forest of vrindavan beautifying it with the marks of his footprints he filled the holes of his flute with the nectar of his lips and the cowherd boys sang his glories so this is the the gopis remember all the transcendental qualities of krishna mentioned in this verse so krishna's artful way of dressing in the beautiful blue feathers sorry flowers placed over his ears excited the gopis romantic desires and as he poured the nectar of his lips into his flute they simply lost themselves in ecstatic love for him so these are the verses apurva madhuri krishner apurva tarbal jahar shravane man hoye talamal the sweetness of lord krishna is unprecedented and its strength is also unprecedented simply by one's hearing of such beauty the mind becomes unsteady krishnera madhurye krishna krishnera madhurye krishne upajaya lobha samyag aswadite nare mane rahek shobha lord krishna's own beauty attracts lord krishna himself 
but because he cannot fully enjoy it his mind remains full of sorrow oh krishna's mind is full of sorrow now <laughs> again the sorrow is not a actual sorrow it's a feeling of ecstasy etadvitiya hetur etadvitiya hetur kahilo vivaran tritiya heture beshu naha lakshan this is a description of his second desire now please now please listen as i describe the third first is um the sweetness or the happiness that radharani experiences next his own sweetness now the third atyantan atyantani gudha era sera siddhanta swarupa gosai matra janena ekanta this conclusion of rasa is extremely deep only swarup damodar knows much about it je bage ho anya jane se hota ha hoite chaitanya gosaira chaitanya gosairte ho atyanta marma jate anyone else who claims to know it must have heard it from him from sarudamodar for he was the most intimate companion of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu gopiganer premer rudha bhav rudha bhavanam vishuddha nirmala prema kabhuna he kam the love of the gopis is called rudha bhava it is pure and spotless it is not at any time lust now a very nice explanation is given in this few verses about the love of the gopis that they have for him for krishna it is called rudha bhava it is pure and spotless it is not at any time lust now the difference between love and lust is very nicely explained in the few verses here purport as already explained the position of the gopis in their loving dealings with krishna is transcendental their emotion is called rudha bhava although it is apparently like mundane sex one should not confuse it with mundane sexual love for it is pure and unadulterated love of godhead premaiv goparamanam kama ityagamat pratham ityu ityuddhavadayopyetam vanchanti bhagavat priyah the pure love of the gopis has become celebrated by the name lust the dear devotees of the lord headed by shri uddhava desire to taste that love this is a verse from the bhaktira samrata sindhu 1.2.285 by rupa goswami काम प्रेम दोहाकार विभिन्न लक्षण लौह आर हेम जयचे स्वरूपे विलक्षण लौह आर हेम जयचे स्वरूपे विलक्षण सो लास्ट एंड लव हैव डिफरेंट कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स जस्ट एज आयन एंड गोल्ड हैव डिफरेंट नेचर्स नाउ आयन एंड गोल्ड देयर इज नो कंपैरिजन लाइक दैट देयर इज नो कंपैरिजन बिटवीन लास्ट एंड लव purport one should try to discriminate बिटवीन सेक्सुअल लव एंड प्योर लव फॉर दे बिलोंग टू डिफरेंट कैटेगरीज विद अ गल्फ ऑफ डिफरेंस बिटवीन देम they are as different from one another as iron is from gold this is the famous verse atmendriya preethi vaancha tare balikam krishnendriya preethi ichha dhare premanam the desire to gratify one's own senses is kama lust but the desire to please the senses of lord krishna is prema love now why are we talking about this we are supposed to talk about the third reason of chaitanya mahaprabhu right what what are we talking about suddenly no oh, it's all connected 
so because he wants to explain radharani's love for him hmm. what is the nature of radharani's love the greatness of radharani's love because we've already touched upon the topics of uh, what is the happiness that she feels and what is the what are the qualities in him that shrimati radharani alone relishes now the other thing which is actually the first reason mentioned radha what is that shri radhaya pranaya mahima kidrisho vanayaiva the first line of the verse pranaya mahima radha shri radhaya pranaya mahima kidrisho vanayaiva what what is the nature of radharani's love to 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 make us understand have at least a glimpse of the understanding of radharani's love he is explaining first of all what is lust and love because it is easily misunderstood <coughs> at least now we are talking about some topic which we can comprehend lust <laughs> because all these topics until now you know radha krishna and all are very very high elevated or we can just read about it and you know just accept them but this is something which we can comprehend krishna atmendra prithivancha tarevali kam krishnendra prithichha dhare premna the desire to gratify one's own senses is kama lust but the desire to please the senses of lord krishna is prema love the revealed scriptures describe pure love as follows oh wow there is a nice verse what is this where is it from even not mentioned ट्रेम there is every reason that the relationship relationship should break but if it doesn't break despite everything despite all the ingredients of a breakup <laughs> if it doesn't break up yes then that is pure love like radharani explains in the um, i mean even in chaitanya mahaprabhu he explained in the shikshashtaka he called krishna as lampata lampat means a debauchee who has who seemingly appears as if he is faithful to, to his beloved but then he has other affair so radharani says in the antilila 20th chapter last chapter of chaitanya charitamrita uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu is actually recollecting radharani's um, mood and she says that even if krishna enjoys with other gopis in front of me i still still that doesn't um, um change my mind about him i still he still my Uh, the lord of my life nothing whatever he does he can do but it will still not change that strong no sarvatha dham dhamsa rahitam satyapi dhamsa karane yad bhava bandhanam yuno saprema parikirtita the predominated gopis were bound to krishna in such pure love for them there was no question of sexual love based on sense gratification their only engagement in life was to see krishna happy in all respects regardless of their own personal interests they dedicated their souls only for the satisfaction of the personality of god shri krishna there was not the slightest tinge of sexual love between the gopis and krishna 
The author of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita asserts with authority that sexual love is a matter of personal sense enjoyment. All the regulative principles in the Vedas pertaining to desires for popularity, fatherhood, wealth and so on are different phases of sense gratification. Acts of sense gratification may be performed under the cover of public welfare, nationalism, religion, altruism, ethical codes, biblical codes, health directives, fruitive action, bashfulness, tolerance, personal comfort, liberation from material bondage, progress, family affection or fear of social ostracism or legal punishment. But all these categories are different subdivisions of one substance, sense gratification. All such good acts are performed basically for one's own sense gratification, for no one can sacrifice his personal interest while discharging these much advertised moral and religious principles. But above all this is a transcendental stage in which one feels himself to be only an eternal servitor of Krishna, the absolute personality of Godhead. All acts performed in this sense of servitude are called pure love of God because they are performed for the absolute sense gratification of Sri Krishna. However, any act performed for the purpose of enjoying its fruits or results is an act of sense gratification. Such actions are visible sometimes in gross and sometimes in subtle forms. Sometimes gross sense gratification is like gross sense gratification. Uh, subtle sense gratification is just, you know, uh, in the mind. They want to enjoy, they want to have some fame or some adoration. These are all in the mind, not immediately visible. You see, not tangibly visible, but you can get the indication by the behavior of a person. Kamera tatparya nija sambhoga keval Krishna sukta tatparya matra premata prabal Krishna Sukha Tatparya Matra Premata Prabal. The object of lust is only the enjoyment of one's own senses, but love caters to the enjoyment of Lord Krishna, and thus it is very powerful. This is a. Um, Loka dharma, veda dharma, deha dharma, karma, lajja dhairya, deha sukha, atma sukha, marma, dustyaja, arya patha, nija parijan, svajane karaye jata, taran bhartsana, sarvatyagi kore kore, krishnera bhajan, krishna sukha hetu kore, prema sevan. So, Krishna said in Bhagavad Gita, Sarvadharman Parityajamamekam Sharanam Braja. Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. Now, Sarvadharman, what are the dharmas? Loka dharma, Veda dharma, Deha dharma, Karma, Lajja dhairya, Deha sukha, Atma sukha, Marma, Dustyaja arya patha, Nija parijan, Swajane karaya jata, Tadana bharsan, Sarvatyagi kore kore, Krishnera bhajan, Krishna sukha hetu kore, Prema sevan. Social customs, scriptural injunctions, bodily demands, fruitive action, shyness, patience, bodily pleasures, self-gratification self and the path of Varnashram, Dharma, which is difficult to give up. The gopis have forsaken all these along with their families and suffered their relatives' punishment and scolding, all for the sake of serving Lord Krishna. They render loving service to Him for the sake of His enjoyment. Ishtam. 
इहा के कोहिए कृष्ण दृढ़ अनुराग स्वच्छ धौत वस्त्र जैसे ना ही को जाग That is called firm attachment to Lord Krishna. It is spotlessly pure, like a clean cloth that has no stain. Although it looks full of stains, like gopis. Oh, the, you are running after another man. Oh, that is. Oh, this is debauchery. This is. Oh, this is uh, extramarital affair. But actually, Krishna is the supreme Lord of everyone. Even the most chaste woman, hmm, she is chanting Hari Krishna, right? Even devotee women. They are chanting Hari. Does that mean they are uh, lusting after somebody other than the husband? Other term, other term is unchaste. No, because Krishna is the actual. I mean, Krishna is God, right? <laughs> Supreme personality of Godhead, and everybody must worship God, whether it's the husband or wife, and everybody. So, it, when one is worshiping Krishna and chanting His name, it is not that she is cheating on the husband. Actually, it is not. Although it looked like that when the gopis were there. and they were dancing with krishna actually what are they doing they are chanting krishna's name they are thinking about krishna that is actually worship of krishna you see <clears throat> it's not a, a loss of chastity in fact it is very very chaste in fact we all have been unchaste we are supposed to be chaste to krishna but we have become unchaste so if one is actually thinking of krishna he is the most chaste when i say he because we are all actually female in a, in one sense in prakriti in spiritually we are all prakriti female so we are actually supposed to be chaste and if one thinks of krishna he is actually the most chaste person avyabhicharini bhakti that word is used in bhagavad gita 1426 mam jayo vyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate whoever thinks of me and uh, undeviated avyabhicharena vyabhichari means uh, you know fickle like a prostitute prostitute is called fickle minded because uh, she stays with one man every other day or every day or many men in one day so she hops from one man to another she not chaste so we are we have been like that like prostitute instead of being chaste to krishna we have been hopping from one 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 you know in that way we have been having so many relationships in trillions of lifetimes see so actually one who is krishna conscious he is the most let's say it is swachha dhauta vastre jaichen nahi kon daag it is spotlessly pure like a clean cloth that has no stain but the irony is that it looks like a full of stains you know when one leaves family and joins krishna consciousness oh that is bad you know he did not listen to his father so it is always criticized but actually it is the most purest thing it is criticized by those who are impure who are used to impure life such people criticize pure life purport I, that is also mentioned in the bhagavad gita actually 269 ya anishasarva bhutanam tasyam jagarti samyami yasyam jagrati bhutani sanisha pasyato mune what is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self controlled and the time of awakening for the for all beings is night for the introspective sage so whatever it's like a difference between day and night so what is what the materialists are considering pure and worthy the spiritualists have no interest in that and whether what the spiritualists consider worthy 
the materialists are not interested in that and they criticize each other but the spiritualists are always right because they are spiritual when i say spiritualists means not this new age spiritualism nonsense rubbish talking about devotees only devotees are actually spiritually situated the so called people who say they are spiritual or new age spiritualism and all this they are just on the mental platform on the mind platform they have to rise to intelligence and finally to the spirit soul platform the only devotees are engaged in actual spiritual uh, platform purport of 4.170 of chaitanya charitamrita the author of sri chaitanya charitamrita advises everyone to give up all engagements of sense gratification and like the gopis dovetail oneself entirely with the will of the supreme lord that is the ultimate instruction of krishna in the bhagavad gita we should be prepared to do anything and everything to please the lord even at the risk of violating the vedic principles or ethical laws you get that <clears throat> that is the standard of love of godhead such activities in pure love of godhead are as spotless as white linen that has been completely washed Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur warns us in this connection that we should not mistakenly think that the idea of giving up everything implies renunciation of duties necessary in relation to the body and mind. Uh, it is not exactly renunciation of duties necessary uh, in relation to body and mind, although material. Even such duties are not sense gratification if they are undertaken in a spirit of service to Krishna. So, in other words, um, for example, having a family, it's not condemned as long as it is used for Krishna. Um, we should not use uh, the other day also i was saying this in the bhagavatam class that we should not a family person uh, usually they pray to krishna or even like devotees also those who are not um, experienced in full time devotional service they tend to take krishna consciousness as a means of is basically it's not complete surrender they want to continue in their own materialistic way of life and be devotees at the same time chant hari krishna a little bit uh, 16 rounds and all that but still interested in materialistic way of life that should not be the way one should always think how to engage everything in krishna service it's not my family it is krishna's family they are all not my family members the krishna's family members krishna's devotees and i have to engage them and that's why even the children especially it comes down to this point where the parents even devotees don't want their children to become full time dedicated devotees unnecessarily mislead them into a whole um, materialistic way of life and the children i mean prabhupad said the children who are born to devotees they are vaikuntha children they are they have this huge opportunity of going back to krishna in this lifetime and the parents have the facility or have the opportunity to serve such souls and guide them on the proper in the proper direction but unfortunately many times it so happens that devotees of children become deviated from the path and end up as materialists and they behave just like almost like a newcomer you know a newcomer comes and maybe donates a little bit and you know that's how he starts i mean everybody starts somewhere right so but we have to progress on from there but a person who has been born in a devotee as as a devotee's family member and then he behaves like an ordinary newcomer that's actually a degradation not a it's a regression not a progression so we have to take advantage of that great why did a person be born in a devotee family because he has started his devotional life and not 
you know finished it but if it if this opportunity is not taken advantage of and then immediately i mean eventually we lose the opportunity if we throw away the opportunity of becoming a devotee then you know it's a regrettable right so that's why we have to become very careful and attentive and we have to always consider the good fortune that we have that we have with it. we are in connection with krishna's movement hari krishna this a method by which we can go back to godhead you know and don't and not to lose this chance अतएव काम प्रेम बहुत अंतर काम अंधतम प्रेम निर्मल भास्कर देर फॉर लस्ट एंड लव आर क्वाइट डिफरेंट लस्ट इज लाइक डेंस डार्कनेस बट लव इज लाइक द ब्राइट सन अतएव गोपी गणेर्नाहि काम गंध कृष्ण सुख लागी मात्र कृष्ण से संबंध thus there is not the slightest taint of lust in the gopi's love their relationship with krishna is only for the sake of his enjoyment hmm Ten, 31 19 yatte sujata charanam buruham staneshu bhitah shanai priyadadhi mahi karkasheshu थिंग it's not a hard bone or something like that but still they are feeling like that that our breasts are too hard for your lotus feet the gopis are thinking like this because actually krishna's feet are so soft in in fact it is said that it is so soft that when some grass the blade of grass touches his feet his feet will become uh, red at that place so soft so delicate Uh, <clears throat> oh dearly beloved your lotus feet are so soft that we place them gently on our breasts fearing that your feet will be hurt our life rests only in you our minds therefore are filled with anxiety that your tender feet might be might be wounded by pebbles as you roam about on the forest path so krishna is going herding the cows and the gopis are worrying that his feet are going to be you know so many thorns and pebbles and so many things in the forest i mean forest is not a smooth place there's no paved roads or you know footpath you know walking path nothing so they are thinking like this so always are constantly in anxiety this text from shrimad bhagavatam was spoken by the gopis when krishna left them in the midst of the raslila okay oh this is actually raslila also was in the garden you know like forest and then he went away somewhere then he they were thinking like this atma sukha dukhe gopir nahika vichar krishna sukha hetu cheshtam mano vyavahar the gopis do not care for their own pleasures or pains all their physical and mental activities are directed toward offering enjoyment to lord krishna i think we all know the krishna's headache story so they do not care for their pain or whether they are going to hell or what they just want krishna to be happy that's all they want they don't care about anything else krishna lagi ar sab kare parityag krishna sukha hetu kare shuddha anurag 
they renounce everything for krishna they have pure attachment to giving krishna pleasure 10.32.21 spoken by Krishna when he returned to the arena of the Rasalila. Evam madartho jhita loka veda svanam hivo mai anuvrittaye balaham maya paroksham bhajatati rohitam so actually this is better in the Dhamadurashtakam uh, Kyun which is Evam madartho Evam madartho Jita loka veda Svanam hivo mai Anuvritta ye bala Maya paroksham bhajata tirohitam masu yitum mar hathatat priyam priya. O beloved, O my beloved gopis, you have renounced social customs, scriptural injunctions, and your relatives for my sake. I disappeared behind you only to increase your concentration upon me. Since I disappeared for your benefit, you should not be displeased with me. This text from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.32.21 was spoken by Lord Krishna when he returned to the arena of the Rasalila. Now, this kind of um, reciprocation by Krishna, a seeming lack of reciprocation. See, when one disappears, it is like a, you know, nowadays it is called ghosting. <laughs> ghosting means, you know, they just, they don't reciprocate at all. They don't reply to your message. It's called ghosting. So, um, Krishna ghosted them and that is actually, a, like Krishna is explaining here, it's a reciprocation to increase their love for him. And the same thing happened to Narad Muni also. If you remember, Srimad Bhagavatam, um, let me see if I can, it's in the fifth chapter though. Okay, let's see. Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 1, Chapter 5. No, not this. Why is that? Oh, 25. Okay. Hmm. Well, actually, there is a you know. Narad Muni says this, that in his previous life, he was this boy, Sudra and his son, and he saw Krishna only once, and Krishna disappeared from him. 
so and after that he never saw him so that actually because you saw him once that taste that happiness i mean he wanted to have that vision again but no krishna did not allow it because he wanted to increase that if you can find maybe you can share in the comments where exactly that verse is um and we we can you know take it out on the screen here so in that way krishna actually increased the desire of narad muni that time he was not narad muni he was just a sudrani's son in the previous life and because of that he became narad muni so that's how krishna reciprocates by disappearing also by not seemingly reciprocating he is actually reciprocating hmm. that is the omni presence and omniscience of krishna when we when we don't reciprocate to someone there is actually a lack of reciprocation but when krishna does it it's also reciprocation same as krishna himself explained krishner pratigna ek ache purva hoyte je jay che bhaje krishna tare bhaje tai che lord krishna has a promise before sorry lord krishna has a promise from before to reciprocate with his devotees according to the way they worship him in the bhagavad gita he says that yeah this is the verse ye yathamam prapadyante tam sthathaiva bhajamyaham mama vartmanu vartante manushyah partha sarvashah in whatever way my devotees surrender unto me i reward them accordingly everyone follows my path in all respects o son of pritha so purport krishna was never ungrateful to the gopis for as he de- declares to arjuna in this verse from the bhagavad gita 4.11 he reciprocates with his devotees in proportion to the transcendental loving service they render unto him everyone follows the path that leads toward him but there are different degrees of progress on that path and the lord is realized in proportion to one's advancement the path is one but the progress is approach the pro but the progress in approaching the ultimate goal is different and therefore the proportion of realization of this goal namely the absolute personality of godhead is also different the gopis attained the highest goal and lord chaitanya affirmed that there is no method of worshiping god higher than that followed by the gopis she pratigna bhanga hoilo gopira bhajane tahate pramana krishna shri mukha vachane pratigna bhanga hoilo that promise had been, has been broken by the worship of the gopis as lord krishna himself admits so this is how a devotee sometimes defeats krishna he makes krishna give up his own promise bhishma dev also did that gopis also did that i mean the determination of krishna is see it looks like oh krishna gave up his promise or he cannot repay or you know bhishma dev easily could change his mind oh he said i'll not take any weapons and then bhishma easily forced him to take weapon see it's not easy nobody can shake the determination of the of krishna he like the mountain mountain how much ever you beat or whatever you try the mountain is not not going to move so his 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 determination is like a millions of mountains together nobody can shake such determination but a devotee easily can be able to do that by his love the example is given like chaitanya mahaprabhu he is very very grave like the ocean an ocean is a very very powerful um feature of nature extremely powerful right 
and is very very deep and grave it's not going to be excited by all the rivers that are coming into it now there are thousands of rivers that are pouring into the ocean but the ocean is not going to get excited and swelled up and you know it's like oh become you know over flooding everything no the ocean will remain it's so grave that any amount of uh agitation that uh, the ocean may receive from various sources the ocean is not agitated and the ocean does not swell up but as grave as it is it will rise when there is a moon full moon it will rise like anything several feet several meters it will rise so that is um, um compared that is compared with the chaitanya mahaprabhu's um, condition he was very very grave but when the moon of krishna the thought of krishna comes to his mind uh, when he is actually tasting the radharani's love at that time he becomes agitated like an ocean becomes agitated by the moon you know so krishna also his determination is as deep as the ocean and nobody can shake it but the moon of love of the devotees especially like the gopis i mean at this level they shake an ocean even this is a famous verse na parayeham niravadya samyujam swasadhu krityam vibudhayushapivah yamabhajandurjara durjayage ha shrinkhala ஒன்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்டிக்ஸ்
dog obstinacy of remaining in this material world and staying averse to him he has made innumerable attempts to change our opinion about him for the for our own good he has come millions of times sambhavami yuge yuge and he sends his acharyas uh, sorry sends his devotees as acharyas in this material world and he leaves behind scriptures so much effort is on is going on in on his end for our benefit for our purification he is endeavoring like anything to get us back to the spiritual world and we are not in the least interested okay we have been in this material world completely averse and even criticizing god uh, we have been atheists for many many lifetimes and despite all that he has been taking care of us nobody how can we even repay such uh, love from krishna we cannot repay so if now krishna is saying to the gopis that you have left all your family connections and everything everything you have given up and therefore i cannot repay you your love <laughs> technically speaking not talking about love not talking about the devotion such a sacrifice by a person like giving up all kinds of family attachments and everything and giving and going to krishna is it a big sacrifice in fact it is just coming back to senses if one is illusioned by thinking oh this is my family and this man then he is stupid is mad so if if one is out of madness if one has come out of his madness is that something uh, you will become indebted with no but you see how krishna considers that it is actually it is impossible that we can repay krishna impossible but he considers himself um uh, incapable to repay such a debt that is his greatness that is his gentleness that that is a there is a verse here in chaitanya charitamrita beautiful verse bhratyasya pashyati guru na pina paradhan shreyam managa pikrit um, sorry shreyam no shreyam what is that ुपैती Managapi means however small service one does, bahudha bhupaiti. He accepts it as very great. So the supreme personality of God, who is known as Purushottam, the high, the greatest of all persons, has a pure mind. He is so gentle that even if his servant is implicated in a great offence, he does not take it very seriously. Indeed, if his servant's re- servant renders some small service, the Lord accepts it as being very great. even if an envious person blasphemes the lord the lord never manifests anger against him such are his great qualities now we may say however small no this is not small to give up everything for krishna for him it is small like vasudeva vasudeva datta he he said to chaitanya mahaprabhu that you give the give to me all the sins of these uh, people of the on all all the souls of this universe and you take them back to godhead i will suffer for them here i can't see them suffering the chaitanya mahaprabhu said what is the what difference is going to make 
if all the people of this universe all the souls of this universe are delivered this universe is just one small mustard seed in a bag of mustard seeds which is like millions and trillions of mustard seeds in that day, if one mustard seed is taken out does it is it not going to make any difference it's almost nil that much you know this whole universe itself is like a insignificant mustard seed and who are we in that universe and if we serve the lord with our entire life is it like a huge thing that he cannot repay he can i mean he's we cannot repay for what the lord has done for us all this while we cannot repay and krishna also says in the bhagavad gita if um there is no servant dear to me than he who preaches my message and preaching is for what for purifying souls and you know make them devotees and rid them of all sinful actions so vasudev datta is such a great preacher that he wanted to take everybody's sins and he wanted that is the heart of a preacher he wanted to see the whole universe empty uh, because he wanted everyone to go back to go back to krishna but so chaitanya mahaprabhu said how significant is that i mean if a mustard seed is lost that means if one becomes a preacher so great that he delivers the entire universe the camera is shaking because <laughs> the camera is attached to the table anyway so if one becomes a preacher so great that he can deliver the entire universe even then it is insignificant it's like a mustard seed in a bag of mustard seeds is that a great service no even if one has preached to the entire universe and made him devotees and you know took them back to godhead so we should never think oh we have done something very very great you know, i have done this service prabhu i have made uh, uh, what is that um, three devotees or i sold uh, 100 bhagavad gitas 100 there are trillions of souls in the universe and 100 bhagavad gitas only went out and after <laughs> even if the trillions of bhagavad gita went out and the universe became empty by everybody reading bhagavad gita and going back to godhead for krishna it is nothing absolutely nothing but still krishna says that he there is no servant dear to me in this world than a preacher of my message that is krishna's gentle behavior or krishna's greatness that he accepts sevam managapikritam bahudabhyupaiti even a devotee shri prabhupada also was like that if a devotee offers him some garland or some flower or any small thing he used to accept it very fondly he used to accept sometimes you know <laughs> um some devotees used to offer him precious rings hmm? very precious rings and i mean sanyasi what he will do with the ring but he will accept it's not that no no i don't wear rings i am a sanyasi you cannot give me no he is see it is not the offering it is the devotion with which they offered him right of course if he, if they offer him meat then he will of course slap them but they offered him some ring so <clears throat> he took it he took it and he wore also uh, then when uh, some devotee is getting married he will give the ring to them and then they wear as a wedding ring so as a prabhupad's prasadam you know like that so mahaprasad ring so like that that they he used to give away so you accept and give away so you know nirmalamate shailena is gentle nirmalamate mild and he accepts everything so krishna also he accepts our small service as if it's very great and krishna considers himself 
even in the lifetime of brahma you see how what kind of words krishna used i mean look at this even in the lifetime of brahma i cannot repay your debt just for giving up the family connections for him krishna accepts it as very great but if you objectively look at it it is nothing for in comparison with what with what krishna has done for us see that's krishna's greatness that he considers himself um unable to repay तबे जे देखिए गोपीर निज देहे प्रीत से हो तो कृष्णेर लागी जानी हो निश्चित नाउ वट एवर एफेक्शन वी सी द गोपीज शो ऑफ सॉरी वट एवर एफेक्शन वी सी द गोपीज शो फॉर देर ओन बॉडीज नो इट फॉर सर्टन टू बी ओनली फॉर द सेक ऑफ कृष्णा दिस इज अनदर थिंग वट इज द टाइम नाउ ओ वेर ऑलवेज ऑलमोस्ट क्लोज टू टेन हाउ फार कैन वी गो Okay, we'll read a little more. So here is a great difference again. The women of this world, they make up and look nice and everything. They want to look nice, and <clears throat> they post their photos on Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp profile picture. So in this way, they um, take care of their body, decorate their bodies for own gratification, but. Gopis also do similarly do the same thing. They also decorate themselves very exquisitely, very nicely, very beautiful. But they do so for Krishna because they want Krishna to be happy when he sees them. It's not that um, they want to enjoy Krishna. Of course, a woman also, like in this material world, a woman wants to dress in a way to attract the man. He wants to, she wants to make the man happy when he looks at her, so that eventually she can have him. and she can enjoy that attention first of all and then she can have that man you know this kind of things this kind of lusty affairs go on in this material world but the gopis never wanted to enjoy krishna of course when krishna reciprocates it's um, you know it's enjoyment but they don't look for such reciprocation their quality of uh, devotion does not change whether krishna reciprocates or not it doesn't change whereas here in this world when there's no reciprocation the person becomes frustrated so in in the case of gopis they don't look for such reciprocation they just want krishna to be happy so krishna if he sees us well dressed and nicely ornamented if that brings him happiness yes they will do it so so whatever uh, affection we see the gopis show for their own bodies know it for certain to be only for the sake of lord krishna and another thing is we have to understand that our body now we are on the le- not on the level of gopis you know that we are you know decorating ourselves so krishna will see us now in our level in our level where we are at at uh, third class devotees <laughs> at least i am so at this level how can we understand this huh? now our own bodies we have to understand that this is krishna's property this body i did not create it of course my actions i have been awarded this body but krishna created this body it's his property so just like the gopis show the you know decorated their bodies for krishna's satisfaction we also have to do we have to also um decorate our bodies according to krishna's satisfaction that's why we have tilak this is a kind of cosmetics right so for the devotee the kanthimala the tilak and you know devotional attire these are all necessary why because our body is not our body 
it is krishna's body and we have to um, you know wear and you know uh, put tilak and everything for krishna's satisfaction hmm. some people sometimes you know some people say oh um, i don't want to show off that i am a devotee i you know after all it's the heart that matters no how does it matter whether i um, dress in a devotional way or non devotional way so the thing is they are thinking it's still their body oh it is after all the heart so if the heart is always thinking of krishna is like the gopis they also dress their body and they decorate their body also according to what krishna wants heart means not only heart and not the body uh, tan man dhan as they say means body wealth and life everything uh, so um yad what is that tanuvak manobhir body mind and words so everything should be if not only the heart and then the mind and words are doing something else body doing something else huh? body dressing like a what is that disco dancer <laughs> heart hare krishna huh? is that <laughs> so we have to <laughs> we have to dress also according to what krishna wants see because hmm. his body is meant for krishna's satisfaction that's why actually there is a nice uh, incident sanatan goswami chaitanya mahaprabhu when he saw sanatan goswami um, because sanatan goswami was coming to see chaitanya mahaprabhu and on the way he um, tapan mishra he offered him a nice shawl you know woolen shawl decorated man um, nice design full looked very opulent So when he took that, took that and went to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not like it. He did not say anything, but he just looked at the shawl every now and then. He did not say, but Sanatan Goswami got the indication. Okay, I think Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not happy with what I am wearing. So then he went to a the what is this a beach near the shore? I mean, bank of river Ganga. There he found a poor Brahmana, very poor. He was wearing a shawl which is torn. like rags you know he was basically like a rag so then uh, sanatan goswami went to him and said oh uh, shall we exchange our uh, shawls and the brahmana felt a little bit uh, offended so you are making fun of me huh you are making fun of me and sanatan goswami said no i'm serious you give me your shawl you take mine huh really yes yes please give me and he gave his own shawl and took oh brahmana was surprised Oh, what happened? But Sanatan Goswami went back with his uh, with his um, with this uh, used shawl, which was um, so torn. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw that, he was very happy. So again, dressing for the pleasure of Krishna. Why Krishna? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was pleased when he was wearing a torn shawl because oh, uh, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw that oh, yes, because you are a renunciate, uh, this dress is suitable. Uh, don't wear too opulent you know so that you attract unnecessary attention or your still bodily concept or what what are you trying to say so that's what chaitanya mahaprabhu meant by those looks at the expensive shawl so when he used the shawl which is torn uh, then he is happy okay now you are properly situated in your position <laughs> so purport the selfless love of god had exhibited by the gopis cannot have any parallel we should not therefore misunderstand the carefulness of the gopis in their personal decoration 
the gopis dressed themselves as beautifully as possible just to make krishna happy by seeing them they had no ulterior desires they decorated they dedicated their bodies and everything they possessed to the service of shri krishna taking it for granted that their bodies were meant for his enjoyment they dressed themselves with the understanding that krishna would be happy by seeing and touching them in fact in the chaitanya leela there is also ramananda rai not ramananda rai yeah ramananda rai yes so he um was um, so elevated was Ra- ramananda yeah yeah it was ramananda so he was so elevated that he was um training the dancers of jagannath so they were what is it, what are they called they call some there is a name for them so these girls they are unmarried and their life is just dedicated to perform uh, dramatic dances in front of lord jagannath in the jagannath temple and ramanandra used to train them up and he used to train them up and he used to also bathe them and decorate them but he was not uh, devadasis correct thank you virendra guru devadasis so they are the ones so he used to bathe them and bathe them means he used to see all their private parts and everything he used to carefully you know wash their bodies and decorate them and clothe them everything i mean a man doing that for women in this world <laughs> nobody can do that without being agitated but chaitanya mahaprabhu said my mind becomes agitated when i touch a wooden doll of a woman you know he said that i mean of course chaitanya mahaprabhu's mind is not going to be agitated but he said that to instruct us that even when i hear the name of a woman i my mind is already little bit changed you know i feel a kind of attraction that is how strong lust is in this material world you know like um, <clears throat> even <laughs> even when one is in devotional service like uh, prabhupada explained that he may be chanting radhe radhe and then he is thinking of the neighbor radha or he may be doing aarti and he must be thinking of that uh, colleague aarti <coughs> or some uh, he must be doing puja for krishna and thinking of some puja in in the in the school classmate or he is doing uh, what is that uh, deepa and he is uh, thinking of some deepika somewhere so there so many <laughs> in the pushpa you can offer pushpa to krishna and then think of another pushpa somewhere so so many you know seemingly or he may be think or he may be speaking about geeta geeta jayanti or geeta pravachan but he is thinking of another geeta somewhere so all these things can happen you know so the attraction where is our attraction that is that is very important no ulterior desires now even the one may be in devotional service there may be many ulterior desires until one is completely purified see but so chaitanya mahaprabhu is teaching us of course he is not in that position he is supreme personality how can his heart be agitated when a woman's name is taken no but he is teaching us how to be strict now chaitanya mahaprabhu said even i cannot do this but only ramanand rai is the only person in the universe who can bathe a woman like that and you know dress them up and train them in um, and decorate their bodies and train them in dancing for jagannath and not be even the slightest not having the slightest agitation that is only possible for ramanand rai chaitanya mahaprabhu said that the whole uh, 
what is that whole episode is there in the i forget the chapter somewhere it is there <coughs> so that you know this is uh, again the gopis also think uh, looks like they are you know decorating their bodies and everything but actually only for krishna's sake and ramanandara also only for jagannath's satisfaction is a very high stage of devotion not to be imitated at all mm. you try to imitate finish person will fall fall miserably ei deha kailu ami krishna samarpan taradhan tara iha sambhoga sadhan the gopis think i have offered this body to krishna lord krishna he is its owner and it brings him enjoyment so how our body can be used for krishna's enjoyment engage in his service not that we um, put nice nice makeup and say prabhu actually i am thinking like gopi so i am so that when krishna when i so go to see krishna darshan krishna will take my darshan and you know he will be happy <laughs> please <laughs> we cannot we cannot uh, um, in the name of krishna in the name of lord gopis and dress ourselves nicely too much you know and then uh, go in front of uh, of course i mean reasonably one must be well dressed and um, of course we are not you know advised to wear torn clothing and all that like sanatan goswami but <laughs> but decently but not like you know overdoing everything and then oh i'm actually uh, dressing myself because uh, krishna when he sees me instead of i taking darshan of krishna krishna will take darshan of me that is stupid stupidity mm. ए देह दर्शन स्पर्शे कृष्ण संतोषण ए लागे करे देह मार्जन भूषण कृष्ण फाइंड्स जॉय इन सीइंग एंड टचिंग दिस बॉडी इट इज फॉर दिस रीजन दैट दे क्लेंज एंड डेकोरेट देयर बॉडीज निजांगम अपि यागोप्यो ममेति समुपासते ताभ्यह परम न मे पार्थ निगूढ प्रेम भाजनम ओ अर्जुन There are no greater receptacles of deep love for me than the gopis who cleanse and decorate their bodies because they consider them mine. This verse is spoken by Lord Krishna in the Adi Puran. So there is a conversation between Krishna and Arjuna in the Adi Puran. So there it is mentioned here. <clears throat> Krishna is glorifying the gopis to Arjuna. आर एकाद्भुत गोपी भावेर स्वभाव बुद्धिर्गोचर नहे जा बुद्धिर्गोचर नहे जाहार प्रभाव देर इज अनदर वंडरफुल फीचर ऑफ द इमोशन ऑफ द गोपीज इट्स पावर इज बियॉन्ड द कॉम्प्रहेंशन ऑफ द इंटेलिजेंस एंड आई थिंक इट्स बियॉन्ड अवर टाइम लिमिट ऑलरेडी सो आई थिंक प्रॉब्लिमेंटली फिनिश दिस ऑफ the gopis okay oh yeah gopi gana kare jabe krishna darsh krishna darshan sukha vanchha nahi sukha hoy koti gun when the gopis see lord krishna they derive unbounded bliss although they have no desire for such pleasure they don't want to be happy by seeing krishna it's not that they want some sense gratification from seeing krishna but they just want to use their eyes to see him because their eyes are meant to see him 
but in the in the activity of doing that they get pleasure in gopi see lord krishna they have unbounded bliss although they have no desire for such pleasure गोपिकादर्शने कृष्णेर जे आनंद होय ताहा होयते कोटी गुण गोपी आस्वाद होय द गोपीज टेस्ट प्लेजर 10 मिलियन टाइम्स ग्रेटर देन द प्लेजर लॉर्ड कृष्णा डिराइव्स फ्रॉम सीइंग देम द वंडरफुल कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स ऑफ द गोपीज आर बियॉन्ड इमेजिनेशन परपोर्ट दे हैव नो डिजायर फॉर पर्सनल सैटिस्फैक्शन येट व्हेन कृष्णा इज हैप्पी बाय सीइंग देम दैट हैप्पीनेस ऑफ कृष्णा मेक्स द गोपीज अ मिलियन टाइम्स मोर हैप्पी देन कृष्णा हिमसेल्फ This is why Radharani is considered greater than Krishna, especially by Vrindavan Vasis. Because what the Ra- what Radharani knows or what Radharani feels, the happiness, is greater than what Krishna feels. Not just by a little bit, by ten thousand or ten million times. Tasa varanahi nija sukha arurod, tathapi badha ye sukha padila virod. the gopis have no inclination for their own enjoyment and yet their joy increases that is indeed a contradiction e virodher ek matra dekhi samadhan gopikar sukha krishna sukhe paryavasan for this contradiction i see only one solution the joy of the gopis lies in the joy of their beloved krishna there is only way we can explain this purport the situation of the gopis is perplexing for although they did not want personal happiness it was imposed upon them <laughs> here in the material world we don't want suffering but it is imposed upon us but in the spiritual world they don't want personal happiness but it was imposed upon them <laughs> complete opposite the solution of this perplexity is that shri krishna's sense of happiness is limited by the happiness of the gopis devotees at vrindavan therefore try to serve the gopis namely radharani and her associates If one gains the favor of the gopis he easily gains the favor of Krishna because on the recommendation of the gopis Krishna at once accepts the service of a devotee Lord Chaitanya therefore wanted to please the gopis instead of Krishna but his contemporaries misunderstood him and for this reason Lord Chaitanya renounced the order of the householder life and became a sanyasi you know this incident Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his when while he was grihastham his mother asked him to marry a second time after his first wife passed away very young age and then he married but within months of his marriage as he was sitting at one place and chanting instead of hare krishna he was chanting gopi's names of course we are not uh, prabhu tomorrow i will also start because i think you know here it is said uh, gopi's um, krishna will be more happy if we worship gopi's okay tomorrow prabhu i am chanting the 108 gopi's names on my beads please um, we have to follow the order of the spiritual master we cannot imitate chaitanya mahaprabhu but when chaitanya mahaprabhu himself does that who is who has the audacity to um correct him but there were some people like that at, at the time who were trying to correct him oh why are you chanting gopi's name you should chant krishna's name they were advising chaitanya mahaprabhu <laughs> and he and they criticized him oh he is doing something else you know he is he is chanting gopi's name what is this and therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu took sanyas what is the connection connection is that if he takes sanyas people see he thought like this that see i have come here to distribute the holy name and give the easiest way for liberation easiest way uh, for liberation to this conditioned souls and if they reject even me if they criticize me if they do not accept my shelter 
there is no other way these poor souls are going to be helped so whether they like it or not a sanyasi should always be given respects whether they agree with the sanyasi or not agree the sanyasi should be be given respect so whether they agree with me or not i want to i want them to uh, respect me because not because he is a narcissist but because he thought that only that way they can actually be delivered because in bhagavatam it is said yajanti hi sumedhasah krishnavarnam dvishakrishnam so those who worship chaitanya mahaprabhu they are the most intelligent so some, because some people are criticizing chaitanya mahaprabhu so therefore he wanted to see krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu is thinking in this way that how i can turn them into devotees or at least force them to offer their respects to me so that they will be benefited that's how he thought and he used this trick of okay let me take sanyas because if i take sanyas everybody must respect me and that way they will be benefited so whether they agree with me or not so in that way he took sanyas sanyas ashram prabhupad called this a trick he tricked his sanyasi sanyas ashram was a trick to trick the people into devotional service just like buddha also tricked people गोपिकादर्शने कृष्णेर्बाढ़े प्रफुल्लता शेमाधुर्य बाढ़े चारण ना ही का समता वन लॉर्ड कृष्ण सीज द गोपीज हिज जॉय इंक्रीजेस एंड हिज अनपैरल्ड स्वीटनेस इंक्रीजेस ऑल्सो सी अ पर्सन बिकम्स मोर स्वीट वेन द पर्सन इज जॉयफुल यू डोट वॉन्ट सी अ पर्सन लॉन्ग फेस राइट दट्स नॉट वेरी स्वीट टू सी सो वेन वन इज जॉयफुल if you see that person or oh, you also become joyful uh, your person you know will appear sweet so you know that like like that so similarly lord krishna when lord krishna sees the gopis they dress themselves and decorate themselves so that krishna will be happy and when krishna sees the gopis like that his joy increases and how come his joy is dependent on the gopis dressing <coughs> or in other case he stole their dresses and saw them naked so how 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 come he is dependent on no again he is not dependent on them he is also just reciprocating their love because they want to love krishna as a gopi he will become a perfect lover and lover means you know he will do all these things he will want to see the beloved naked and all these things are there so he also he will also behave he will reciprocate perfectly and seeing the devotion of the devotee krishna becomes joyful and when the joy increases his unparalleled sweetness it's already unparalleled un- infinite sweetness that increases even more then what happens amara darshane krishna paila eta sukh e sukhe gopira prafulla anga mukh the gopis think krishna has obtained so much pleasure by seeing me that thought increases the fullness and beauty of their faces and bodies again because krishna is happy uh, they become happy and then when they become happy they also appear even more sweeter and seeing their sweetness krishna becomes happy and he becomes even more sweeter and seeing that sweetness increased sweetness their happiness grows and like this there is competition and it never ends गोपी शोभा देखी कृष्ण शोभा बाढ़े जत कृष्ण शोभा देखी गोपी शोभा बाढ़े तत 
<coughs> the beauty of Lord Krishna increases at the sight of the beauty of the gopis. And the more the gopis see Lord Krishna's beauty, the more their beauty increases. Aimata paraspara pade hudahudi paraspara badhe keho mukhana himudi. In this way, competition takes place between them in which no one acknowledges defeat. Kintu Krishna sukha hoy gopi rupa gune tara sukhe sukha vridhi hoy gopi gane. Krishna, however, derives pleasure from the beauty and good qualities of the gopis. And when the gopis see his pleasure, the joy of the gopis increases. Ataeva se sukha Krishna sukha poshe ehetu gopi preme nahi kama doshe. Therefore, we find that the joy of the gopi nourishes the joy of Lord Krishna. For that reason, the fault of lust is not present in their love. So, this is the way the dealings are going on in the spiritual world. It is not at all lust, where it is all about their own happiness. Lust is all about one's own happiness. Whereas, gopi is not interested in uh, their happiness. And Krishna is also interested only in the gopis. And he is also not interested in his own happiness. So, in this way, but the, as much as they don't, are not interested in their own happinesses, they become more and more happy. That's the um, contradiction, transcendental contradiction. So, purport, by looking at the beautiful gopis, Krishna becomes enlivened and this enlivens the gopis, whose youthful faces and bodies blossom. This competition of increasing beauty between the gopis and Krishna, which is without limitations, is so delicate that sometimes mundane moralists mistake these dealings to be purely amorous. But these affairs are not at all mundane because the gopis' intense desire to satisfy Krishna surcharges the entire scene with pure love of Godhead, with not a spot of sexual, sexual indulgence. Stavamala, Keshavashtaka. Wow, what is this? Upetya pathi sundari tati bhir abhir abhir chittam 17. Upetya pathi sundari tati bhir abhir chittam smitam kura karam vitae. No, this doesn't. Huh? Upetya pathi sundari tati bhira bhir abhyarchitam Smitankura karambitai natada panga bhangishatai Stanastavaka sancharanayana chanchari kanchalam Vraje vijayinam bhaje vipina deshataha keshavam I don't know, not exactly the tune, but just somehow fitted there. <laughs> Translation, I worship Lord Keshava. Coming back from the forest of Raja, he is worshipped by the gopis who mount the roofs of their palaces and meet him on the path with a hundred manners of dancing glances and gentle smiles. The corners of his eyes wander like large black bees around the gopis' breasts. This statement appears in the Keshavashtaka of the Stavamala compiled by Srila Rupa Goswami. So, this actually looks like a mundane, you know, uh, lusty scene, but not at all. Hmm. 
that's why we are not allowed to enter into these topics uh, because we are not sufficiently advanced. That's why Prabhupada forbade us to enter too much. Of course, this verse, these verses are mentioned here, so we just are reading them. But we are not supposed to go deep into them because we will easily misunderstand these things. <coughs> Areka gopi preme swabhavika chihna jeprakare hoi prema kama gandhahina. There is another natural symptom of the gopi's love that shows it to be without a trace of lust. So, this one we will uh, do it in the next session. So, if you have any questions, we will take any questions now. Okay, I think we have Virendra. In Kurukshetra war, the Kauravas, the soldiers who died, attained the salvation due to presence of Krishna. Demons also attained salvation which were Killed by Lord Krishna. My question is, how were the Kaurava soldiers who died in Kurukshetra war and demons who were all irreligious, performed sinful karma, achieved spiritual world instead of going to hell? Whereas Kali Yuga people are not given such a chance. Only those who perform bhakti and chant holy names attain spiritual world in Kali Yuga. See. Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha, I mean Jai Vijay. They were actually devotees, right? Then they became demons. So, here, whoever is demon who is fighting with Krishna, who is there when Krishna is there? Can an ordinary demon actually come in front of Krishna like that? Yeah, and fight with him and be killed by him? Is an ordinary demon? No. There have to be some great personalities who took the part of demons in, the, in his Leela. You see? Just like Jay and Vijay took the part of demons. Not actually demons. You should understand these things. Next question by Virendra. When sage Bhrugu, say, okay, continuing f- the last question, I mean, so, even, I mean, when the devotees play the part of demons in the Krishna's pastimes, he is teaching us how not to be demons. Now, Krishna personally killed the demons and he showed how being demonic is bad and they will be killed by the power of Krishna. But actual demons who are uh, really rascals, who when they do something nonsense, it's not that Krishna will personally come and actually uh, kill them. They will be killed by nature. You know, many, uh, many um, nature has many, many tools in her toolbox to kill us. <laughs> One of those tools is sufficient. So, it happens by the will of the anger of Krishna, but through the agency of material nature. But when Krishna personally does, that's different. Virendra. <clears throat> Next question. When sage Bhrigu kicked the heart of Vishnu, Lakshmi angrily left Vaikuntha and settled in Kolapur on the earthly planet. Lord Vishnu in search of Lakshmi left Vaikuntha and came to Tirupati as Lord Venkateshwar. So, is this pastime of Lakshmi Narayan and whether Lakshmi Narayan ever leave Vaikuntha? They leave and they, 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 and they don't leave also. See, when the Come on, this much you must understand about Krishna. When he leaves the place, he is still in that place. It's not like us. How? Why? Why are you calculating Krishna like your own self? Uh, when you leave a room, then you're not in that room. When Krishna leaves the, uh, the room, he is still in the room. Antar bahiravasthitam kunti devi is saying. No. No. Why? How come? How come that is possible? Antar bahiravasthitam. He is inside and outside. He is inside the heart. 
and then he's outside also did he leave the heart no he's there in the heart also vrindavanam parityajya padamekam na gachati he does not leave vrindavan even for a moment but he left but still he was in vrindavan if he was not there they would not have lived hmm the gopis and all the vrindavan vasis so we should not calculate krishna like us when he is not when he has left a place he is he is not there anymore he is still there andantarastha paramanusha yantarastham is in every single atom next question by bhaktavirendra did chaitanya mahaprabhu disappear by merging himself in the deity of lord jagannath that is what is stated anyway how does it concern you what is how does it concern in today's today's uh, topic nothing concerning to today's topic ask some relevant questions no virendra ekbote again next question all by virendra only okay is manmana bhava madbhakto verse which comes twice in bhagavad gita practical application of sarva dharma and parityaj verse yeah always think of krishna that is a yeah practical application of sarva dharma and parityaj correct Virendra again. Mughal Emperor Aurangzeb was a staunch Muslim who worshipped Allah. Did did Lord Krishna punish him for his sinful karma of destroying Krishna temples of Vrindavan? A staunch worshipper of God will never uh, decry other methods of worship. And um, if one does, that means he is not a staunch worshipper. <coughs> he, I mean... <laughs> if he is a staunch worshipper he should respect god in every aspect of his now uh, if he does not that means he is not a staunch worshipper because we are worshiping the same god that he is worshiping but if he breaks these all these things that means he has not understood what is god consciousness hmm. such people will definitely be punished next question by sunita sharma hari krishna you mentioned that krishna does not know the heart of radha does krishna know the hearts of his devotees in golok vrindavan <laughs> yes he knows krishna knows also the heart of radharani in the form of chaitanya mahaprabhu so you see as i said in the previous session it appears like krishna does not know the heart of radharani like he is not incapable or is not capable of something but then he make himself capable momentarily it may seem like wow this is the same uh, incident is there in um, when aghasur you know that snake demon came and he opened his mou- mouth wide you know huge snake it was like a, when he opened his ca- mouth wide it was like a huge cave you know mountain cave and um, he was lying like that waiting to capture krishna and eat him so kamsa sent the aghasura and he came in the form of the snake now when the snake came and uh, the all the cowherd boyfriends of krishna along with the cows and everybody they were happily going into the in the mouth of that uh, demon <coughs> they were saying to themselves hey look at this some new mountain is here <laughs> if a new mountain is there something is wrong right that's not a how can a mountain new mountain come suddenly on the path i mean come on so but <coughs> the go, the boys are excited hey new mountain new cave they are going to the same forest every time but uh, suddenly found new cave and they are excited you should be afraid right but you see they were they were excited because they were confident whatever happens krishna is there 
So, hey, come, come, come. Hey, this is a beautiful mountain. New mountain we never seen before. New cave. <laughs> Go inside. <laughs> then Krishna, Krishna, when he saw that, he became startled for a moment. He said, wow, the power of Maya is so powerful that one eagerly accepts danger as if it's a source of enjoyment. And that's how the materialists are actually doing. They risk their lives for sense gratification. They actually are in so much danger. I mean, even a commute has, uh, of course, it doesn't look so dangerous, but so many road accidents happen, right? So, actually, it is dangerous on the road. Um, so, and even otherwise, some, so, some occupations are, by nature, they are dangerous. Hmm. The occupation itself is dangerous. So, they risk, risk so much for sense gratification. So, when uh, Krishna was, look, was looking at the cowherd boys and everybody going into the mouth of Aghasra, he wondered at the power of his illusory energy. But then, within a moment, he, was, he also went inside to teach the Aghasra lesson. So, momentarily, Krishna may accept a different emotion. How can Krishna be startled by his own Maya? It's his under his control, right? Even if it controls so many people, it is under his order that she is controlling so many people and keeping them bewildered. But still, he is surprised or that surprise, I mean, he is a reservoir of all emotions. So, surprise and all these things are also in him. So, when he wants to manifest that, he will manifest. So, similarly, it appears that he could not understand Ratharani, but he did understand her by his incarnation as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, similarly, he will know all the hearts. Of course, this is only for Radharani. Other devotees, Radharani is the topmost devotee. She is actually equal to him. She is a female counterpart of Krishna. Whereas, everybody else is lower than her. Krishna understands everybody's heart, of course. Okay, anything else? No more questions. Thank you very much for attending. Giving us a chance to speak about Radha Krishna and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, although we are completely unqualified. Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jai, Shri Sri Radha Madan Mohan ki jai, Ananta Kodi Vaishnav Rind ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande, Hari Hari Bo, Hare Krishna.